Hi, ladies, and welcome to the Redefining Your Success podcast. I'm Deborah Lobart, author of Freedom Lifestyle and Six Steps to a Healthier You. This podcast is all about self-mastery, paving your own path, and creating your version of success, because success can mean different things to different people. We'll dive into inspirational and practical lifestyle shifts in order to navigate your way back to your true nature and best self. If you are ready to walk this path together and make your life exceptional, grab that celery juice and let's begin. Hey guys, welcome back. Today I wanted to dive into chronic mystery symptoms. If you haven't listened to episode number one yet, I highly recommend it because I share my story there of how my life took a turn from one moment to the next and I was suddenly faced with about 25 different mystery symptoms that didn't make any sense to me. Now, it didn't all happen in one day, but over the last five years, and it got so bad at one point that I had to stop working a business that I poured my heart and soul into to prioritize my health because health is wealth, right? So it all started off with fatigue about 20 years ago, but it was manageable. And I had no idea that the fatigue that I was experiencing 20 years ago was abnormal. Like I truly thought that it was like genetics or something and I just had to deal with it, but it wasn't. And I'll get into that in like a minute, but it did start off with fatigue, but then five years ago, it started to branch off into debilitating fatigue to the point where I couldn't get out of bed and I couldn't function. Then other things started happening like shortness of breath, dizziness, nausea, anxiety, panic attacks, brain fog, blurred vision, eczema, joint pain, puffy eyelids, hair loss. Like I was having so many different symptoms. And what really opened my eyes to this entire experience is how little doctors know about chronic illness, if anything at all. I literally could not get an answer from anyone to tell me why this was happening. And if no one can tell you why, then you can't heal. So for four years, I couldn't heal. Like imagine that, going from doctor to doctor to doctor, having three appointments every week, seeing different specialists to get to the bottom of it. And people are literally giving you the runaround. They're giving you information, but they're never giving you the right information. And it was so frustrating. And being the mother of two little kids, like I didn't have a choice. Like I had two kids that were relying on me to take care of them. And I couldn't live like that. So it just forced me to take matters into my own hands and do my own research and become my own doctor. Now, the answers I'm going to share with you came from a book written by Anthony Williams, also known as The Medical Medium. And to be perfectly blunt, he basically just, he saved my life. Like, I can't even imagine where I would be right now without the information that I learned from him. And before I get into the five steps to take immediately, I just want to mention a couple of things. Number one, no one addressed the root cause of what was happening with me. Like, as I mentioned, I went to so many different doctors. I went to both conventional and alternative care. So that means I went to functional medicine doctors. I went to naturopathic doctors and... Were they helpful? Yeah, they were helpful to some extent. They were more helpful than conventional doctors because they did more testing. 
But even still, like I was realizing that every single person was addressing the symptoms, but not the underlying root cause. So that just means that they're putting a bandaid on the problem. So maybe you feel slightly better for the short term, but the problem doesn't completely go away because you haven't addressed the root cause of what's triggering that problem in the first place. So just to give you an example, like my iron was really low at one point, but having low iron is a symptom of a deeper issue. So what I really needed answered was why was my iron so low? And no one could tell me that. Now, the second thing is the breakthrough that happened for me. It was the cause of my issue. Why was I experience, Why was I experiencing all these symptoms? The reason why was a virus, okay? Like, wow. Like, I literally found that out after four years, and it was the missing piece to the huge puzzle for me. And that's because, the reason being is because 90% of the population have a virus known as the Epstein-Barr virus. And it's basically what was making me so sick. So the good news is that I wasn't crazy. Like some people made me think that I was making this up in my head, but like, how could I make it up in my head? Like I had so many different symptoms going on. Like this was very, very real to me, but I can't tell you how many times like people made me feel like I was just like making it up and it was just in my head. And I did question it at one point. So again, when I talk about this virus, I'm referring to the Epstein-Barr virus. Now, although 90% of the population has this virus in their body, there is about 60 different strains of this virus and people have different loads of it in their body, in different locations of their body, which is why symptoms can vary from person to person. Like personally, my symptoms were mostly neurological. Like I could not function. At one point, words weren't flowing out of my mouth. I felt like my memory was so poor. Like I couldn't remember so many things. I felt disoriented and confused. And like, I I just couldn't have a conversation sometimes. It was, it took so much energy out of me. Now, the thing about the Epstein-Barr virus is it releases neurotoxins and neurotoxins are so poisonous. It floods our bloodstream and it creates inflammation and it makes us really sick. So that is the why. That's why I was so sick. And now I'm just going to address the how. So how do you finally heal? I'm going to outline five steps that you can start doing immediately to start feeling better. And the first thing is staying away from what Anthony calls the no foods list, okay? Because there's certain foods that trigger the virus. And when you trigger the virus, it's feeding it and it makes it grow strong in your body. Now, although you can't get rid of this virus, you can knock down the viral load to the point where you don't feel symptoms. So it's really, really important that you're watching what goes into your body through food Because again, this triggers the virus and it feeds it and it makes it grow strong. So which foods do you need to stay away from? The number one food that feeds viruses is eggs. (laughs) And I know this could be really disappointing to a lot of people because a lot of people are led to believe that, you know, it's healthy. And yeah, there are things in eggs that are, you know, really nutritional and good for us. But if it feeds viruses and most of us have this virus in our body, then why would we want to fuel this virus? 
and have it contribute to a lot of chronic illness these days. So yeah, stay away from eggs. The second thing is dairy, okay? How many people believe that dairy is healthy for us? Like how many times have you seen, you know, a commercial or something that talks about how dairy is good for our bones? Like I remember commercials growing up um, making us believe that it's healthy. And I only started to cut out dairy like a few years ago and I started to feel so much better. And I know that this is true for me because anytime I accidentally have dairy, like I start getting bloated right away. So dairy fuels viruses. So it's another big no-no if you want to, um, you know, go along with Anthony's work and cut out any of the no foods so that you stop feeding this virus. The other thing is gluten. Gluten is in a lot of things. So you want to stay away from gluten. You want to stay away from soy, canola oil, corn, pork, citric acid. Okay. This is one that you have to be careful about because it's in so many different foods. Like it's a hidden ingredient. Um, yeah, just make sure you're reading your labels guys, because this is in a lot of stuff. And then the other surprising one was nutritional yeast. Okay. I thought this was healthy, right? I would sprinkle this in my salad because I heard so many experts saying that this is healthy for me and it's a good form of protein, but yeah, it's uh, not so good for our liver. And again, it fuels this virus. So yeah. Um, now the other thing that I want to talk about, so number two, step two is you want to lower your stress. Okay. Because the thing about stress is it creates adrenaline and adrenaline feeds this virus too. Okay. We live in such a busy society, maybe not so much now because of the coronavirus, like people have learned to slow down and have a little bit more balance. And I'm hearing people say that they're feeling more present these days, which is such an amazing thing. Um, but still we can get stressed out from watching the news and, you know, there's so many other things that we can have stress from. So you want to be very mindful of the amount of stress in your life and, uh, you know, just do things for you that are going to lower your stress. So, you know, incorporate self-care into your routine, take some time to just take a nap or go for a walk in nature or do things that you love to do that make you feel good. Okay. Um, the other thing that creates adrenaline in our system is caffeine. Okay. How many cups of coffee are you drinking every day? Because I know for me, like I was having coffee every single day. And although I cut it out, like when I was really trying to heal and I'm still healing, I'm not hundred percent right now, but, um, I did cut it out of my, my diet. Like I did not have caffeine for about three to four months or so. And I actually felt a lot better. Um, I am having caffeine again, so this is something that I'm working on just to be completely transparent with you, but yeah, caffeine creates adrenaline and adrenaline indirectly feeds this virus. So do what you can. I'm not asking you to do all of these things at once, but if you can, you know, do things slowly, but surely and set little goals for yourself so that you can slowly, you know, weed out this caffeine, that would be great. 
Okay, step number three is make sure you're living in a very clean environment, okay? Because we live in a toxic world, unfortunately. There are toxins everywhere. Like it's unreal how little people know about this, but yet how much it affects us and contributes to such heavy duty symptoms like it was for me. Like it was unbelievable. Like I couldn't believe how much it was contributing to how I was feeling. So these toxins fuel the virus and it puts a lot of pressure on our liver. And when our liver gets bombarded, we don't feel so well. So I'm just going to give you some ideas of what you can do to detox from your environment. So personally, the first thing that I did um, is that I changed my water filter. Okay. I had no idea that the water that was coming from my fridge, like I thought it was filtered, but after doing a test at the naturopath um, doctor that I was going to, I did a test at, in his office. And basically I found out that there was so much chlorine in my system. So I had to change the water that I was drinking. I started ordering uh, spring water. Now, the other thing is not only do you have to be cautious about the water that you're drinking, but you also have to be cautious about the water that you're bathing with or that you're showering with. So I changed the filter in my bath and I changed the filter in my shower. Um, you can find some of these things on my website if you're looking for you know, different recommendations of things that I have personally uh, changed and started using. So you can refer to my website at deboralobart.com. Um, the other thing that I changed was personal care products. Okay. Like a lot of the cleaning products that I was using had hidden toxins in it. Um, I now use essential oils for a lot of things because essential oils are pure. They come from plants. So yeah, that's another option for you. Heavy metals is very, very toxic as well. And this can be found in things like kitchen utensils. So our cutlery, it can be found in like pots and pans. You have to be really careful of this because this can contribute to serious neurological symptoms. Other toxins that can be found in our environment is mold. Okay. Lots of basements have mold. You have to be careful of that. Um, mold can also be found in our food. Also pesticides. Right? Are you buying organic food? Because pesticides can be found in a lot of the fruits and vegetables that we're eating. And then you also want to be mindful of things that you're sleeping on, like your mattress. Is it pure? Or are there a lot of harmful chemicals in your mattress or your pillow or you know, air fresheners? Make sure you're not using air fresheners, guys. Those are so toxic. Or scented candles. Um yeah, and then one last thing that I want to point out is Wi-Fi. Not many people know this, but Wi-Fi is a toxin. So one of the things that I personally do is I unplug the Wi-Fi every single evening before I go to bed, which gives my body a break for eight hours instead of being exposed to it, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So the point is here is to make sure that you're living in a clean environment and to reduce your toxic load as much as possible so that you're not overburdening your liver and um, fueling this virus. Like, don't go crazy, you know, make sure that you're working in baby steps and um, yeah, just so that you're not feeling overwhelmed. Okay, the fourth step is you want to lower your fat. Okay. This was a huge eye opener for me too, because one doctor told me to go on a keto diet. And for a while I was 
eating a high fat diet. Now, high fat puts a lot of pressure on your liver because again, your liver is already bombarded with the toxins that we're exposed to every day, plus the viral load. And it's already hard for your liver to, you know, filter everything out that when you're adding more fat, it's just, it overburdens your liver. So yeah, high fat also thickens our blood and therefore there's less oxygen in the blood. So it slows the detox process from happening. And this also goes for protein. If you're having high protein diet, it's the equivalent to having a high fat diet. And, you know, a lot of people will say, but don't you need protein? Well, yeah, you do, but you can also get protein in plants and that will not put so much pressure on your liver. Okay, the fifth step is hydration. Now, this is the last tip, and it's quick, it's a quick one, um, but Anthony says that more than 90% of us are walking around chronically dehydrated. So again, this thickens our blood, which slows the detox process, okay? So if you're trying to, you know, get rid of all the neurotoxins and toxins that are, you know, swimming through our bloodstream, it's gonna be hard if you're chronically dehydrated. So you wanna make sure that you're consuming um, living water, okay? Because water by itself is actually not hydrating you. Anthony says that it needs to be living and in order to have living water, you need to squeeze some lemon into it. So you can either have lemon water or you can also drink things like cucumber juice, extremely hydrating and it's so good for your liver. You can also have things like coconut water, um, or you can even have celery juice. Celery juice is amazing. It's like a medicine. Anthony refers to it as a medicine. He's the one that is responsible for the celery movement. So that's it guys. To wrap things up, I just want to say that nine out of 10 people have a chronic illness these days. It's really sad. And Many people have chronic illness and they don't even realize that it's a chronic illness because the symptoms that they're experiencing is something that they've had for so long that they don't even realize it's abnormal. Like me and the fatigue that I was mentioning earlier, like I just thought it was genetics. So I never questioned it. And little did I know that it was the Epstein-Barr virus this whole time. And keep in mind too, that even if someone isn't experiencing a chronic illness now, it's only a matter of time before these people too will start feeling something because 90% of the population has this virus and then combine that with the very toxic world that we live in and it's bound to happen one day, unless you're following these recommendations. So I just want to finish off by saying I'm so grateful to Anthony. He's literally like the cutest thing ever. I owe so much gratitude to him and everything he shared because he gave me my life back. So I will always be grateful to him. And yeah, that pretty much sums it up for today. But before I go, I just want to quickly mention that if you're interested in hearing more about my personal journey in more depth, and the steps that I took to fully heal because there's a lot more that I did that goes beyond just diet. You can find that in my book that I just published called Six Steps to a Healthier You, which you can grab on my website at deboralobart.com. And I look forward to having you back next week. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found value and learned something new today, if you could take a quick moment, head on over to iTunes, leave an honest review and subscribe to my channel, I would be forever grateful. And of course, I'd love to connect with you. So please head on over to social media and find me at Deborah Lobart. And I'll see you next week. As always, my wish for you is true happiness and fulfillment always. Bye for now.